everyone, and welcome to our podcast today. I'm Edie Tolbert. And I'm Jennifer Edwards. And we are Business Besties. Welcome back, everyone. This is Edie, your host with Jennifer, my business bestie. And we are going to talk about our words over the next two episodes. I'm going to um, focus on Jennifer's words, word this week and then my word next week so you will not want to miss this and this is something that that um i've not normally done i mean i pick a word and yeah it may pop up through randomly throughout the year but this year i feel like i'm really supposed to be focused on simple and i need to look at those things throughout the year so i'm going to challenge us you know because that's my number one cliff finder is the challenger so (laughs) i'm going to challenge us over the year to really watch for those um, things, those um, blessings, miracles, mm-hmm. whatever those are, where delight comes up and to journal those. And then let's mm-hmm. keep talking about that throughout the year, because um, I really want I really want some some what do you call that? Some meat, roots, meat, roots yeah. Ooh, yeah. to happen with my word this year. Yeah, I so, love that. So, Jennifer, your word is delight, delight. So what's the definition of delight? So the definition of delight, short version, is to take pleasure or to give keen enjoyment. Mm. That was the two things I pulled out of Webster's, and it even gave like a biblical version. And I loved it because it's both taking and giving. Mm -hmm. And I literally just looked this up like two seconds before we hit record because I already had my scriptures from prior to that when I chose the word or when God gave me the word. He also gave me scriptures. And in all of that process of these scriptures, one was taking and one was giving. And I saw the distinct difference between the two. Mm -hmm. And I there's just so much going on with this word and it's just (laughs) so good. It's so good. Okay, so let's let's dive into your scriptures. What are what what scriptures speak delight for you? So from the definition where we take pleasure, which again, I just put two and two together, <laughs> Psalms 37.4, and this is from the New International Reader's Version, Okay, and it reads, find your delight in the Lord, or you could say take your delight in the Lord, then he will give you everything your heart really wants. But I like the first, I like the first version, uh-huh. find. Find. Because that's, that's on us. That is on us. Fine. Because it's an if-then statement, right? right? Like if you're going to start right. diving into the word and how right. it works, find your delight in the Lord. Right. Because that's the first thing you have to you do. You have to take a step. I have to find my delight in the right. Lord. Then, so it's if-then, yep. then he will give you everything your heart really wants. Wow. So what does, what does that, can you give us an example of when that has happened? Um, I'll have to think about that. Okay, be thinking about that. I'll have to think about it. I'm, sure there's, a perfect I'm sure there's example something, for that. Yeah. something there. I mean, I think the more we dig into the Word and the more that we get closer to the Lord and we spend time and that, I feel like God reveals to us. Mm-hmm. We don't have to, I feel like what's in our heart is in our heart because He places it there. Right. Right. So, so much of the time, those types of things come when you don't really realize it. Like, I didn't 
want this so bad and then it happened kind of it was more of a innate thing that happened so i'll i'll come up okay with a, so we talked last week about how you're in you're in the in the moment helping a family member and mm-hmm. that's where your focus has been and then all of a sudden he drops in yeah clients. A, a client yeah two clients i think actually yeah. so i think that that's where you are finding the delight in the lord and he's yeah. walking you through this part, this season of helping a family member, which that's what we're supposed to do. Right. And by that, he's like, oh, oh, but by the way, I haven't forgotten about your business. So here's a client. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a perfect example of him saying, I haven't forgotten you. And I know what you're doing is hard and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And Here's a here's a small little rewardable yeah. nugget. Yeah, yeah. So so that I can delight yeah. because because when you think about the fact that I'm gonna find delight in him mm-hmm. first, right? But then when he gives me what I really want, I find delight in him again and again and again. Like mm-hmm. it's just this circular motion right. of I'm gonna find my delight in him. He's gonna give me what my heart desires, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna be so delighted in him. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a nice little circle that. You yes. don't mind going around that right. mountain a few times. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And okay. then the second scripture um, is that second part of that definition, give keen enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Well, this scripture is Psalm 37. It's also 37, but it's 23. And I pulled this one from uh, the Passion Translation. And it says, when Yahweh delights in how you live your life, he establishes every step. So again, it's almost like an if-then statement, right? Right. So when he delights in how I live, which means the the onus is on me, right. the responsibility is on right. me, right? To be delightful to Yahweh, right? In the way I live, then he establishes every step. And right. so again, I like to always make sure that we are taking responsibility where our responsibility is due, right? And my responsibility is to live in such a way that my Lord delights in me. And I think that's really important because I think that if if you're not delighting in the Lord, you're not going to be able to understand or hear what your next step should be. A hundred percent. If you're not talking daily, having that conversation, then you're not... It's not a one-way conversation. It's a two-way conversation. And if you're talking to him, he's going to talk back. Right. So it's so important to, um, and, and I think we have a, another episode coming up. We're going to talk about spiritual goals. And praying is a conversation. Yes, and it is. And you have to have that two-way conversation back and forth all the time. Let's say that one more time. Praying is a conversation, Uh which conversations are between two people. People. So you talk, and then you allow him to talk. And that and that's that's one of those um, things that I've really had to work on all my life is listening because I hear half of what you say, and then I'm like, oh, 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 and I'm jumping in, and I'm diving, and I have to have to literally go, "Mm -mm, not yet. Pay attention, pay attention, listen, 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 listen. So same thing with my he- heavenly father. Mm-hmm. He he gives me half the sentence and I'm like, oh yeah, I got it. And I'm off and running. No, no, no. Sit mm-hmm. and listen. That's like when I'm on the, now I'm, I'm on the treadmill in my walking program and it's 65 and 75 minutes. And towards the end, 
I'm ready to get off. I mean, yeah. after about 45 minutes, I'm done. So that last 15, 20 minutes is a really struggle for me. But that's when he, he lay, I mean, he's like, because my, my, I'm tired physically, but he can capture my mind and say, okay, here it is. And then I'm like, oh, I got to write, write, write that down. I got to write that down. I, gotta, I, can't, I can't record it because my phone's still doing the walking app. But I'm not, I, so I literally have index yeah. cards and I step aside on the, on the treadmill to get my pen and I'm writing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's good. It's, it's in those moments. Where, yeah. where is your moment that he can really get your attention? Um, my brain is going a thousand miles an hour the second I wake up. Mm-hmm. And so I get my coffee, I go straight to my little prayer chair mm-hmm. and I have my prayer journal and I have a journal that I call random thoughts and I just start writing Yeah, and I write as fast as I can write because I got to get the random thoughts out and off my brain and then I can get into my prayer journal and start writing or sometimes it doesn't happen in that order and that's fine too. But that is that is where God talks to me yeah. is in those moments, yeah. and it's it's me writing down what I'm hearing, and a lot of times I am very disciplined. Which I was going to say a while ago, it takes discipline to yes. hear from the Lord. Yes, it does. You have to discipline yourself to get quiet mm-hmm. because we do not get quiet, mm-hmm. and it's those moments in the morning where I get quiet. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else up. I so I wake up. I don't have an alarm. I wake up anywhere between four and five o'clock every day earlier if I'm stressed. Um, but I, it's those moments of quiet where he has my full attention. Mm-hmm. And if it takes an hour of sitting there of me, just, I call it brain dumping everything out of my brain so that he can have my full attention, mm-hmm. then that's what it takes. Yeah. But in, in the months that you're brain dumping, He's speaking to you, and you're mm-hmm. writing that down, too. Yep. Because I've seen some of that yep. that you've shared with me. Yep. So I think that that's... And he knows. He knows where um, where we're going to be mm-hmm. and what time that he's going to be able to talk to us. Mm-hmm. He exactly. Knows that. He knows it because yeah. we schedule it or, you know, set it, put it on a calendar. That's what we're going to do, and he knows. So that's the times that he's... He, he always catches me on the treadmill or in the shower. <laughs> Or you can't write anything down. Hey, I did hear. I think Annie F. Downs has this shower thing that goes on with her brain, too. Yes. And I think there is a an, a, a board you can put in your shower that you can write on. Like, really? Yes. Because I feel like she said that in her um, her podcast. I will have to So there's like a that. board where you can write and it 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 will write in the water. Like, it, yeah. it can be wet and yeah. it won't erase. Okay, I'm, ch- I'm so checking into that because... <laughs> Although he hasn't spoken to me in a long time in the shower because now he's got me on the treadmill and I've got my index cards and my pens and I'm, so now when, when the weather gets nicer and I go outside, I'm literally going to have to carry my index cards and my pen with me because I know he's, if, if he's going to talk to me, that's when he's going to talk to me and I'm going to have to write it down because once I get back, I'll get off on something else and I'll totally forget what he said. You know, I will sometimes, especially if I'm driving or there's some other circumstance where there's just no way I can yeah. write something down. I will say to the Holy Spirit, if this is from you, I'm going to need you to bring this mm-hmm. back up when I can actually write this down. Right. And I have to trust that that is what, what he wants me to do. Yeah. Or if it's just something that leads to something else, mm-hmm. that's fine too. But, you know, sometimes you you just have to trust that the Holy Spirit, if it's if you are supposed to know this, you are going to know this. Oh, and hey, and when you were saying that, I remember there have been times when I've literally said, God, is this really you? Or is mm-hmm. this an imposter? Because mm. I know the sneaky little lies. Right. 
So I have even asked for confirmation. Mm -hmm. Is this really you and something that I'm supposed to do? And I'm going to wait for that confirmation. And either I'll get it or I won't. And then well, I'll and know. I, and it's okay to ask that question. Yes, it is. A hundred percent. It's okay to ask that question. And I think for just a second, it might be nice to dive into the confirmation thing. Because we may have listeners that don't know that that's actually biblical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be able to do any type of references here. Except that I learned this back in the day in my world of growing up as a Christian. That Now, I remember them saying, you're supposed to get three confirmations. For something that you're supposed to do. Is that something that you recognize? I, ha- I haven't ever had the three. Okay. But I did have a confirmation just within the last week or so. Um, if you hear the pages turning, I'm looking in my journal. It is biblical, though. It There is something in there that mm-hmm. talks about getting confirmation. So maybe we'll cover that in a future a future podcast. But that's definitely something that... Um, is worth investigating. Yes. For sure. Yes. But know that if you hear something and you don't know for sure, and it's big, especially if it's a big thing. Yeah. If it's a big thing, you, you need to make sure that you're not just jumping out and doing it and that you're getting that confirmation. So here was one back in December. Um, I was reading about Joshua in my new leadership Bible by John Maxwell, which is amazing. And I had been, um, beating myself up over a decision I made on one of my employees' salaries, right? Um, and have been beating myself up over it. And, you know, why did I make such a stupid decision? And it wasn't in the best interest of the business and blah, 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 you know, all the things. Mm-hmm. And so as I was reading in Joshua, <clears throat> it said, Joshua compromised his leadership when he made a treaty with the Gibeonites. Not sure if that's how you say that. But once he made the covenant with them, he knew it was his duty to defend them. And the two things that, that are created from that are integrity because it speaks to his word and the people that follow him. And this was my confirmation after struggling with this for many, many, many weeks. You know, I wanted to go to this employee and say, I can no longer pay you that way. I need Mm -hmm. to pay you this way. It's in the best interest of the business. But my confirmation was I can't change the salary, but I can communicate my expectations based on the salary that she's being paid. Yeah, right. And so... I don't want to go back on my word because right. when I made that decision, I felt like that was the decision that I needed to make. Right. But here was something that I had been struggling with for weeks, for months. And based on what I read in Joshua was, Edie, you cannot change her salary. You're going to lose her. You're going to create um, friction mm-hmm. for her. And maybe what, you know, is she going to tell the other employees? It could become sure. good. So don't change your, her salary but build some expectations on why she's being paid that salary. Right. And so that kind of was like, oh, okay. And in all parts of that, yeah, it helps you. Yes. It keeps your integrity. Right. It puts that person, number one, you're setting expectations right. of what that additional salary that she was given. Right. What that expectation is. Right. And you're setting boundaries and standards around that. Right. And that helps you as the owner because now the things that you would expect that that position and that pay do mm-hmm. takes it off of your right list of things to do. Right. And it also takes away that distraction of me constantly being disappointed. Yes. When she's not... She's not stepping up and being that leader or whatever. Yeah. And I'm not saying that she wasn't. I'm just saying... I'm expecting things from her based on what she's paid, but have I ever voiced those expectations to her? And as business owners, I feel like we do this all the time. Mm -hmm. 
um, you you have this idea in your head of mm-hmm. what a position will do. You may even write it down in a job description, right? But you somehow don't communicate it, and then when they don't do it, have you stopped to go? Wait a second. Have I clearly communicated right. these expectations? Right. So exactly. I don't feel alone. I feel yeah. like we all do it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's one of those confirmations. And I think yeah. like what you said, when you delight in the Lord, he gives you the steps. You can always ask for clarification mm-hmm. and confirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not gonna he's not gonna say, Okay, well you don't you don't trust me at this given point, then I'm gonna just take that out of out of the walk that I'm no 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 right. no no no. No. Right. He will. I mean, just like he said to Adam, who told you that? Who told you you were naked? Right. I mean, he didn't, didn't shut him down and say, mm, sorry, dude, you don't get any of the blessings that I have set for you. Right. No. So. Because that's not our God. He meets that's us where not we it. are. That's not it. He that meets us it. where we are. So that leads us to the next question. Which is? How do you see yourself walking out your word delight? What do you see at this point? And then we're going to revisit this like maybe six months and at the end of the year mm-hmm. and see. So we need to write this down. Okay. <laughs> not to give away too much because we have a podcast coming up, not next week, but the week after yes. that covers something like this. So I don't want to. Don't, don't double dip. We I don't, don't want to double, double dip, dip here. No. but We're not double dipping into yes. the salsa. <laughs> <laughs> no double dipping into the salsa. Um, you know, I, I think that. Somewhat like your word of the year, which is simple. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, taking boiling it down into this delight, mm-hmm. this word delight, God knew every single thing that was going to happen to me in 2022. Yes, he did. He He's not surprised by anything that's going on with me, personal mm-hmm. or business. Mm-mm. And I have to delight in him. Mm-hmm. And I have to just get quiet and believe that this is his plan for my life for this season. Yep. And life isn't a marathon, or excuse me, life isn't a sprint. None of this is a sprint. It's a marathon. And you just take it one step at a time, business or otherwise, mm-hmm. and you delight in every moment. So when we... Back in October, when this, if you've listened to the podcast much, you know that um, we sold our house um, and God just made a way for all kinds of interesting things to happen for us to get into a house. And if, I mean, if you know anything about the housing market right now, it's just whack-a-doodle. Whack-a-doodle. So we, through an interesting situation, we found a house that was partially completed and... um, in the moments that there were there was so much uncertainty god gave me a directive that said be joyful and curious in the mystery of his plan mm-hmm. and i believe that that was almost like a foreshadowing mm-hmm. of what was to come in 2022 mm-hmm. in that i just needed to just shut down the negative thoughts mm-hmm. shut down the lies as much as i can be curious and joyful in the mystery of his plan. Because he's, and basically what he was saying to me is, Jennifer, I'm not going to tell you. Right. So stop asking. Right. Just slow down. Yeah. Find the joy. Yeah. Be curious mm-hmm. to see how I'm going. Me, God, mm-hmm. is going to finish this situation out so that you can give me the glory. Yeah. 
And I see delight much the same way. Like, I'm just going to follow these two scriptures. I'm just going to deal with the manna that he drops from the sky every day. I'm not going to try to grab manna for tomorrow. I'm literally just going to do what I can on that day with the directive that he has given me. So, manna. Um, <laughs> manna, manna, manna. <laughs> last week, we talked about the desert. Yep. And what did he provide the Israelites when they were in the desert daily? Manna. Manna. So, manna, manna, manna. Manna, manna, manna. <laughs> that has been my mantra for yes. the last week and a half yes. is that God gave the Israelites, and if you don't know this story or you do know the story, whichever way, mm-hmm. he dropped manna from the sky and a lot of in I think the kids' Bible versions, mm-hmm. you know, the kids' Bible stories where that, that manna was bread. Mm-hmm. But that's actually, if you read, yes. go back and read scripture, that yes. it was actually um, coriander seed, mm-hmm. which um, they ground into flour and made bread. Right. That they mixed with water and whatever else they had. I don't know. But um, once that was used for the day, they couldn't save it or the next morning it would have maggots in it. Mm-hmm. So he gave them only what they needed for that day, for exactly what he expected them to do in that day. Right. And it's that message which actually came at perfect timing from my pastor a couple of Sundays ago um, that helped me understand that I will have, without a shadow of a doubt, I will have the manna I need to handle what it is that mm-hmm. he has for me that day. Mm-hmm. And then if I try to pull from tomorrow, I'm going to wear myself out. And I have literally been able to feel myself trying to pull from the next day and do things that I don't have the mana for. And I I just have to shut it down. And I have to say, okay, I'm done. Mm -hmm. That is so not me, Edie. You know me. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. If I get done with a task, I'm moving to the next and the next and the next and the next and the next. And I'm trying to get ahead and I'm trying to keep from feeling like I'm behind. And this whole situation has completely stopped ever, me in my track. Do we ever really feel ahead? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Because I've been there too, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm ahead. And then I'm going, oh, but there's so much more. So, well, that doesn't it work. doesn't work that way. And no. that isn't how he. That isn't how he designed any mm-hmm. of it. And mm-hmm. we did that. Yeah. Society did that. Culture yeah. did that. It's yeah. the race to see how much stuff you can get. It's the stupid hustle grind, it grind out. thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not God's way. It's yeah. our personal way, which isn't always the best. Yeah. So delight is going to be, I'm, I've got to slow down and yes. literally delight in the Lord and yeah. That slowing down thing, oh my word. (laughs) That's probably the hardest part of all of it is I I am so driven. Mm -hmm. And I'm a fixer and I'm a try to get ahead person and I can't right now. I literally do not have the bandwidth to do one single iota of more than what he's given me to do in a day. And it's the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So little did I know when I when he gave me the word delight, little did I know that it was going to equal all of this. Yeah. So awesome. So awesome. Because okay. okay, one more thing though. Yeah. Because it feels backwards to me. Yeah. To not move ahead. Yeah. It feels backwards to me and it feels I don't want to say the word lazy. That's not the right word, but I can't come up with the real word. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, it feels like I'm not doing enough 
if I'm not moving forward at a rapid pace and getting more stuff done than what, and I don't have it. Like I literally do not have any bandwidth. I don't have the physical energy, the mental energy to go one single step ahead. Yeah. And he knows that. Yeah. He has. And why does he have to teach us that? I don't know. <laughs> Let's go around that mountain one more time. <laughs> Take another lap. Take another lap. All right. Anything else you would like to add about delight? Um, I, I, the only thing I would add is that I feel like he's not just talking to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like pre COVID we were all going at a ridiculously Mm -hmm. unmanageable pace. Then we all slowed down for COVID because we had to. And we all, all everybody I, mean, I screeching halt. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody I knew said, oh, this is what God needed us to do. Mm-hmm. This is what, we need to learn this and we need to do this after this is all over. Mm-hmm. And what have we done? Yeah. I think the speed of things is faster than it was oh, pre-COVID. It's awful. I think it is mm-hmm. unbelievable. And I think God is up there. <laughs> With his head in his hands. Take another lap, (laughs) y'all. He's up there with his head in his hands going, really? You literally said the words and you got to experience what life is like Mm -hmm. when you do it at my pace. And here you are back to whatever it is that you think. And I just think, I don't think he's just talking to me in this situation. he's not. I don't. I really don't. I think... This message is for anybody out there who just feels behind yeah. all the time. All the time. All the time. Awesome. All right. Well, we always end our podcast with a celebration or a kick in the butt. And I don't have anything written down. <laughs> Darn it. Okay, let's think about it. Um, can you think of anything really quick? No. I can't. <laughs> we usually come prepared for this and not so much today. So maybe we'll think about it before our next podcast and we'll catch up. How's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I don't <laughs> got nothing. That's okay. It's all right. Okay. We'll do it next time. We'll do it next time. So, Jennifer, if we wanted to connect with you, how do we do that? Email me at jennifer at directionmasterminds.com. And I'm at Edie, E-D-I-E, at StonebrookDaySpa.com. My website is uh, StonebrookDaySpa.com, and our nonprofit is the StonebrookProject.org if you want to find more information about that. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you next week when I will be talking about my word, simple. And man, that's a hard one for me. (laughs) Have a good week, guys. See ya. And this is Jennifer, and we hope that we've inspired you to find your business bestie if you haven't already.